0: This is the Think Courageously Podcast. I'm your host, Deb Cummins-Stilato, and I'm here to challenge successful women like you to find the courage to make pivots so that you can ignite your life and expand your limited thinking about change. I'm a certified life and leadership coach, and I'm excited to share my stories and insights into igniting energy from within. When I was a kid, I had a poster on my wall with a quote from Helen Keller, life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. Are you ready for a daring adventure? Are you looking for the best version of yourself? If so, you're in the right place. Let's embrace the adventure of sparking potential together. Well, hello, and welcome to the Think Courageously podcast. I'm your host, Deb Cummins-Stilato, and today's show is entitled Into the Woods. For those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while, you will know that about a year ago, I recorded a show called The Me Treat," And it was a show that focused on my experience going to my favorite place, a place called Woodlock Lodge and Spa. And it really was the story of me taking a trip by myself and getting back in touch with nature and getting in touch with uh, a place that makes me feel very connected to my mom. And so this show is kind of a part two of the Me Treat, but instead of heading to Woodlock by myself uh, last month, my daughter and I decided to go to Woodlock as a way to celebrate our uh, completion of our COVID Uh, isolation. We had both gotten our shots. We had both waited our time and we were ready to break free. And quite honestly, we were celebrating both Mother's Day and my birthday. And so we booked our time at Woodlock. And um, I want to emphasize something that I discovered the first time that I did this show and that I went to Woodlock, which is sort of redefining a concept of getting having a getaway. And so, yeah, you know, when we go on vacation and we head out of our homes, it is a getaway. But when you really think about that, that means we are getting away from something. And I guess I could say that this was a getaway, right? In the sense of getting a change of scenery and having a new experience and getting out of my home and getting out of my current surroundings and getting away from my pets and getting some space for my husband. But I really realized that for me, a getaway is really not getting away from something, but it's going towards something else. And so I love this concept of Woodlock being a place that calls me, that speaks to me um, and becomes a place where I can go back to, to return to something. And for me, that something is nature and stillness and peace. And I love this idea of, you know, running, running to something. And in this case, um, I found that in a very woo-woo, and I'm going to use that word woo-woo kind of way, um, Woodlock is a place for me to run to my mom. Um, and my connection with her. And I think this trip for me was a quest. Uh, It was a quest to really make some sense out of a universe that hasn't been making very much sense lately. And it was a quest for me also to move out of a place of overwhelm to a place of stillness. And You know, the last few months I've had a lot of uh, guests on the show, which has been incredible, but in some ways I haven't been as connected to all of you and sort of keeping you up to date on what's going on in my life. And I've really spent the greater part of 2021 dealing with intensity, uh, an absolute intensity of my pain uh, with my neck and my chronic pain issues. And that experience, coupled with COVID, um, really had put me in a place in in a really tough place, um, a very much a, a space of feeling anxious, a space of feeling overwhelmed, a space of feeling out of control, out of my own life, um, and just really plugging through things. And it almost, in reflecting today, and as I'm sharing the show with you, it almost all feels like a gigantic blur. Um, hard to explain, but I've worked so hard on being present with things, and I feel like the start of this year has drained me to a place where I haven't been able to feel present. Um, and it's not been so much the work, but. It's been more about this pain journey that I've been on. And I've taken some really big steps uh, since January to get that under control, which I'm not going to talk about in this episode, but I just really wanted to give you the context for this trip. So, you know, COVID, vaccines, politics, pain, overwhelm, anxiety, just a shitty place to be, right? And so I wanted to move out of. Overwhelmed to a place of stillness. And it's interesting because my word of the year this year was, uh, or my intent was, be a river. That was my intent for 2021. And I honestly went ahead and with my pivot project group, went ahead and we had these bracelets made with our intention for the year. And mine said, I am a river. And I literally took that bracelet off sometime in April because I felt like a fraud. I felt like I'm not feeling like a river at all. I'm feeling like like a tsunami. Um, I'm feeling not still and not calm and not living in ease and grace. And so the context of this trip and, and the backstory is that I really knew that I needed to go to a place where I could completely unplug that created this stillness for me. Um, so, you know, I love this notion of being on a quest um, out of overwhelm to stillness. And ironically, well, it's not ironically because it's what happens for me and to me when I uh, go to Woodlock and I get back to nature is I feel so connected with my mom because she loved nature and there's something in the woods there that makes me just know that she's there with me. And there's a, a hammock that I like to go to, that I took Allie to this time. The last time we were there, we really couldn't do anything outdoors. Um, But I really wanted to share with her this special place there that has two hammocks. And so we both laid in a hammock and just had an opportunity to look up into the woods. But there's a sign right in front of the hammocks, um, this beautiful little quote on a tree. And the quote on the tree is a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote. And it says, adopt the pace of nature. Her secret is patience. Okay. You're going to hear this a lot in this half hour we spent together, but oh yeah, that's my sign. That's the quote on the tree that I'm sharing with my daughter in this quest to get back to stillness, adopt the pace of nature, her secret is patience. And so I'm able to, in this moment, really start again to listen to the universe, which is something that I've spent a lot of time getting much more in touch with. And, you know, interestingly enough, Allie and I had a conversation about this journey to a more spiritual part of myself in the car. And I think the spiritual part for myself certainly has come into my life in a huge way after losing my parents and realizing that listening to the universe is really the only way that I can stay connected with them. That creating that space in my life allows me to have a platform, allows me to have the headspace that's necessary for me to hear them and for me to be with them. Um, And so there are certain things that we love to do there when we're at Woodlock. So this is kind of, you know, we entered into, we saw that sign, we felt that presence of the trees and the beauty of nature. And, you know, together we put on our white fluffy robes and our Woodlock slippers and entered the magic of the Woodlock spa. And we did all the things that we wanted to do. We had our facials and we had our massages and Woodlock also offers this great, um, camp like experience. And, and that's what I feel like we're going to, like we're going off to, to camp Woodlock and we take all these art courses and so fun, right? You put on your smock and you sit at your little art station. And this time we were signed up for watercolors and acrylic painting, And we also were signed up to make these uh, mantra beads, which was super cool, which I'm wearing now. Um, So we did these art projects that were fun and let us really escape and turn off the TV and turn off the noise and be together. And I love the fact that we did these beads together because um, when Allie was little and, you know, we were going through some really tough times, we spent a lot of time making bracelets and, and playing with beads. Like we had this huge bead collection and we were talking about this when we were there that, you know, we, when we would go anywhere, we would go to a bead store. I guess that was more of a thing when she was uh, in middle school, we really got into this beading craft and we had a favorite place in Saratoga where my dad lived that we did the beads. And we had this big, huge white box of beads that we collected. So again, I feel like this rootedness that we feel at Woodlock takes us back to a place where we're connected in such a magical way to things that brought us a lot of joy. And, uh, so again, we were, we were setting the stage. I feel like we were setting the stage to be open and to create space for amazing things to happen. And we had decided before we went on this trip, um, we've been talking about three things we wanted to do together. Um, One is to get a tattoo, which we haven't done yet. I'm still not sure how I feel about that. Um, another one was, uh, maybe get a little Botox. I know that sounds so funny, right? But maybe we're going to do that together. And then this third thing was, um, we decided we wanted to connect with a medium and we decided to do this while we were at Woodlock. And I just felt, even though this was, very much out of my comfort zone like i can't even begin to tell you how I'm out of the comfort zone this was for me that if we were going to do this that woodlock was the right place to do it and i say it was out of my comfort zone for a lot of reasons i mean first of all i just think it's really scary right like you have no idea what somebody's going to share with you and you don't have any idea what the emotional wake of an experience like this will be um and I've shared that I did this experience with a couple of my closest friends and they said to me, well, that was really courageous of you. Uh, I'm not sure I could have done that. And I didn't really think about that at the moment. Um, I felt like something was calling me to do this, that I needed to do this. And I, and I also think it's kind of interesting because my faith tradition as a Jew is that, you know, we have a different view on death and dying and returning to the earth and spirit and soul and angels and a lot of things that um, I've become more aware of in the last two years that we don't really talk that much about in Judaism. Like in, in the Jewish faith, we really believe that people have an opportunity to make their mark on the world as they're living, but you know we don't believe in life after death and we don't believe in things like angels so going to a medium and wanting to feel connected with my mom in this afterlife also sort of triggered a lot of feelings for me about you know how that fit for me and i what i had to do quite honestly was let go of that stuff let go of like my traditional views of death and dying and faith and i think i've really done a lot of that in the last two and a half years. I've really reached deeply into a part of myself that I didn't even know existed, which is, I guess, what I might call this woo-woo space, um, the spiritual space that, that I've been trying to be much more mindful of. Um, so here we are in our robes after going to the spa. Uh, in Woodlock, sitting at the end of our bed with our computer. And Allie had found this medium online. Again, I know that sounds weird, but I let her pick the medium and she arranged it all, which I'm so grateful uh, for her taking that on, taking, taking this project on. Um, And so we plugged in, uh, plugged into our computer and we met our medium Marie and I I just wanted to share a few things um, that happened during that call that are, that are so powerful and that have been so powerful for me. Um, And I think the first thing was that Marie, uh, Maria absolutely felt the presence of an incredibly powerful female um, who she was able to identify as my mom. And, um, this this energy that she felt was so spot on for my mother. Like my mom, I've talked about her on this podcast many times, but she was a freaking force of nature. Honestly, she was had more energy and more power and more uh just life in her than anybody that I knew. Like she fought getting old so in such a strong way. Like she just never saw herself as a person that was aging. And so she lived in the moment and the energy that she carried with her all the time. So to be in that presence and for both uh, the medium to pick up on that and for us to pick up on that was so powerful. Like I think really to follow your intuition and show up in a space and be open to what you're going to receive is an incredibly powerful experience. And so we spent a fair amount of time talking about um, this image that, that the medium was getting about from my mom, about being part of a strong tribe of women. And wow. Like, my mom and Allie and I were the three musketeers. Uh, we did so ma- we did everything together. We literally traveled the world together. We lived together. Uh, we raised Allie in a house together. And so, um, for the medium to be able to channel that energy of the three of us and this intergenerational bond that we have with one another was amazing. And that in and of itself could have been enough. It could have been enough. Um, one of the other messages she was getting from my mom was around this concept of we can do hard things. And I found that again, you know, this woman didn't know even know my name. So for her to pick up on this, we can do hard things was like blew me away. I mean, I have the quote, we can do hard things from Glennon Doyle printed out. And I use it as the front page of a folder that I carry everywhere. And so when she said that we can do hard things um, and really referencing our ally and my experience dealing with her death, uh, that was like incredible. And also there was a reference to, um, you know, people think there's a, there's a perception sometimes that people really think that you have your shit together and you don't, right? You don't always have your shit together. And my mom really uh, was channeling that message to both of us that we can do hard things and that we can endure and be create, courageous over so many things. Um, and I just, I thought that was like freaking amazing, um, so many other symbols that came into play during that conversation. And, and one of them for me was, you know, the medium asking if my mom was organized and my mom was organized, but she was organized in sort of a strange way. Um, she had everything in order, but, and she was orderly, but everything wasn't cleanly organized, if that makes sense. And this showed up a couple of times in this conversation um, with Marie, and I thought it was incredible. So we talked about my mom's closet, like the medium was saying that my mom was pulling her into my mom's closet. And did this have any significance for me? And it sure did. It absolutely did. And, you know, the reason it did was, you know, my mom kept her jewelry in the closet. And my mom was very mindful of the fact that she wanted me to know she left her jewelry in different shoe boxes in the closet, which I thought was always really interesting. Um, And she really wanted to make sure that I knew where her jewelry was. So the fact that we were being led into this closet, okay, like we're going, it's remarkable. There were Quite a few other things related to the closet, but um, the jewelry was pretty, pretty freaking powerful. Um, She talked about an an image of hats and um, Allie and my mom and I had this really fun tradition that wherever we were, we would try on funny hats like fancy hats, Kentucky Derby hats. Type hats. And so, um, this image of the hats for both of us was like, yeah, okay, that totally makes sense. Um, and totally fits. And, you know, she, no, my mom did not wear a baseball hat, but I think again, this concept of the three of us being in the same space together and um, being playful and having fun was such an amazing reminder for me, um, of, All of that good, all of the wonderfulness. Um, I think the other piece for me that was so incredibly powerful was, was about this organization piece, too, and around did my mom keep checklists. And, you know, my mom did keep checklists. She was a professional um, her whole life. And even when she was retired, she was, I would call her a professional volunteer. So yeah, she did keep checks. Uh, She did keep checklists, but Maria was very specific about uh, seeing two check marks, seeing two check marks. And I literally almost fell off the bed at this moment because one of the things that has haunted me since my mom died was um, on her computer, she, and when I found her computer, she had pasted a post-it on her computer um, that had uh, a saying from Invictus on it. And there are two lines of that saying. And uh, they are around being the master of my own fate and the captain of my own destiny. And ironically, in the middle of those two quotes that were posted on the computer in my mom's office was a check mark as if she had literally checked off that she had lived her life that way, that she had been able to be the master of her own fate and the captain of her own destiny. And that quote, those two check marks and finding that quote was so powerful to me that I actually had put it on her urn. And so I want to share this with you. This is so personal all to share with you, but I feel like it's, it's so important to explore this part of thinking courageously in ourselves. And, and when we think courageously, what it can open up for us. And for me, this experience with this medium with my daughter in nature looking for stillness was one of the most powerful experiences of my life. And I'm sorry that I'm crying through this, but it's just sort of spewing out of me. Um, I think what I am able to take away from this experience is that my mom like literally really is with us, that she knew we were at this place that, that we were channeling her energy, that we were looking for her, that we were looking for signs that she was still with us, that we needed to be with her, that, that we have to be in a place of stillness, to listen, to be, to have her energy and her guidance and her love and her support around us. I just think it's incredible. I think it's incredible when we open ourselves up to the universe, what we can find. And ironically, one of the things that I've really struggled with since she died is, you know, yeah, being able to hear her voice, like, yeah, uh, in very small ways, but wondering why I could not hear or voice or access that more easily and more readily and and since we've gone to this medium i find myself being able to hear that oh my god so much more powerfully like a level 7 energy zen where you know yesterday i spelled cat litter something so stupid as spilling cat litter and i could hear her saying oh that was clever oh that was clever um and you know, knowing that she's, that we have her here and that we can be in a new relationship with her is just one of the most wonderful gifts that I could have ever gotten in my life. Um, And it has given me an ability to reframe so many things. And I now feel like I owe it to myself and owe it to her and owe it to Allie to, stay in this space of stillness so that we literally can all be together and that we can have peace with something that was so traumatic. So um, thank you for letting uh, me share this story with you. And uh, thank you for always showing up for me uh, as a community. Um, And thank you for letting me maybe be a guide for you in your search of listening and stillness, Um, and, um, really tapping into that level seven Zen energy, um, that we're all capable of finding and, and really going back to being present in our lives. We have a gift of showing up every day and choosing to be present, um, and, sometimes we need to be incredibly intentional about those reminders. We've got to figure out what works for us. And for some people it's journaling and some people it's meditation. For me, it's this pilgrimage to woodlock on a, you know, quarterly basis where I can just really reset my mindset. So um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, love you to head over to the Facebook community and share what you might have gleaned from this conversation, uh, from this experience that I had. Um, And as always, I encourage each of you to find a way to live your life um, in the spirit of thinking courageously.